This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Mikey on Joy. In just a couple of weeks, a new production of the folk rock musical Spring Awakening bursts onto stage at Chapel Off Chapel. But it's got an additional new twist. Here to tell us about it are the dramaturg from North by South Theatre Company, Catherine Yates, and one of the stars, Juan Gomez. Welcome to Joy this morning. You gotta go, Juan. No, <laughs> sorry, Juan. <laughs> gotta choke at the beginning of it. Yeah, like, okay, you give me the demonstration. Oh, again. God, I'm not doing that. No, so please do it. I told you how Did to I do it. Did I do it all right? <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, it's got a spark to it. It's a bit aggressive. Time. <laughs> I'll just be the boring Catherine. Hey, <laughs> hey listen, there was no Catherine. boring there about it. What do you call it? A drama detergent. Drama. Use <laughs> this big word, and I'm still trying to figure out what it was. Oh, don't worry. The entire theatre industry is. It's fine. Oh yeah, drama <laughs> third. <laughs> Look, firstly, Spring Awakening is a fairly new musical, but it's based on a very old tale. Can you paint us a picture? Like, what's the show about? Sure. Uh, So Spring Awakening was originally a play done like a a hundred years ago, actually, by a guy named Frank Wiedekin. And then it was turned into a musical like in the noughties. Um, And essentially it's the tale of adolescence and how this tumultuous time of growing up uh, and how changeable um, adolescence is. And it's about how adults in our lives and young people, uh, if we see kids as uh, children who don't have a voice and don't have autonomy, we can't really protect them. Uh, And so it's about all of these unfortunate traumas and really intense things that happen to these amazing kids as they're growing up uh, and how they respond to the things in their lives. Yeah, because there is like lots of plot lines with struggling with puberty, sexuality, underage sex, physical and sexual abuse, suicide. Some productions even include a rape scene, if I'm correct. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is all set in the late 19th century. It's a, it's a controversial show nowadays. What do you think the importance of, of showing the taboo is? For me, I mean, I think for North by South, we had lots of conversations about this because we didn't want, like, putting this work on stage for the sake of it is is not something that we're... You don't want to shock for the sake of shock. You need to be able to have a reason, what what are you doing? Yeah, Exactly. And I think the thing is, this show was controversial 100 years ago. Could you imagine 100 years ago, like, this storyline being put on stage? It was banned. It was censored and banned. It wasn't until, like, 1917. This is dramaturg and me coming out. Bit of history, guys. (laughs) Um, It wasn't until 1917 they put it on in English. So, you know, for, for just doing the play uh, and then, yeah, the fact that there's rape scenes, it's it resonates. But the fact is, unfortunately, these things are as tales old time. Yeah. You know, these issues haven't gone away. Kids are still facing these things. So I think it's still resonating because, unfortunately, there's awful things are still happening and it's how do these kids deal with it and how do we protect them? It is important because we're also scared to talk about that in today's society. We're also PC. Yeah. I think art has a very important... You know, it's out there to actually bring all this stuff back to life and make sure we are still talking about it and things haven't got better. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Look, we mentioned earlier that the production isn't quite like what we've seen before. It's the first gender-fluid production of the show. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so it's a very exciting production and it's great to be involved in it because, yeah, as you said, it is the first gender-fluid uh, production that's been done for the show as far as we're all yeah, concerned. Yeah, and uh, We've got permission on Instagram from Stephen Sage. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, so what it means is that all these characters that were originally written for a certain uh, specific gender to be played, all of a sudden... Um, 
that gender is not important anymore and yep. like it's about the actual identity of the characters themselves and how they actually explore the story so it doesn't matter what gender you identify with it's still important for you to be telling the story because there's a lot of other people out there that regardless on their prescribed gender they can still go through these issues and uh, like Kat was saying before these issues are still things that happen nowadays and it's so important to show an audience that they are not only specific to a certain part of the society yeah. Correct, so and that is important. It, it's not about who it is, it's the story they've got to tell. Absolutely. Regardless what sexual, you know, where you sit on the spectrum. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, as a gender-fluid performer, how do you feel like a role like this coming up, how did that feel? I felt that it was um, a great opportunity to experience. Like, I finished university less than a year ago, and it's so incredible to be um, able to explore and experience um, how the industry itself, not only music theatre, but just performing arts in general, is developing to be a way more inclusive and more diverse um, and better representation of what society actually looks like nowadays, which is incredible. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, you're going to have all these people going to see a show and they want to see themselves reflected on stage. They do want to enjoy the story and they want to be entertained, but, you know, it's it's, like one of the most important um, things for us humans is to, like... um, relate to each other yeah. and it's so great to see that happening on stage now and being like oh yeah I see myself there and like having little kids that are actually going through these issues in their minds like teenagers and stuff like that being like there's a story about me being told on stage this is a very important and it's a very special thing to be able to do that and that's important to be able to when you're struggling in your life whether it's home to actually be able to see someone like you or you can identify out there in on stage. Absolutely. Yeah, representation I, matters. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know about the casting. Was it an open casting for the roles? Was it... So we had decided very early on that we wanted to keep our um, Venla um, and our Melchior as um, the same prescribed gender because that story we felt we wanted to keep um, as it was. But everything else we kind of looked at and said, how can we flip this and change this and what are the elements of these characters that could be really interesting if they're read as non-binary or gender-bent and like how did we want to do that? Particularly though Ilsa, which Juan plays, we felt that storyline performed by a non-binary performer was just incredibly moving because it's about someone who'd been ostracised, someone who does not live within prescribed society and unfortunately does get abused in a lot of different ways and we felt that that speaks to a lot of trans experience. Being in theatre, do you hope to see that like diverse casting like this is going to happen a lot more? Absolutely, yeah. It's such a prominent conversation at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm currently studying at the VCA um, and doing my Masters of Direction and it's part of that massive conversation about how do we change what's happening on stage and how do we ensure that Australia doesn't just represent a certain type of performance Mm-hmm. How do we ensure yeah. that there are whole... Because we're a multicultural nation and we've got all of these voices and we want to see them on stage. What are the hesitations in the industry at the moment for just, just going for it? I think, unfortunately, it's just that it hasn't been seen enough. Mm. People haven't seen the ramifications of, of having different performers on stage. But then we hear other people like Juan saying that, you know, that's my story. And people go, wow, I feel like I'm being seen. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a kind of an anthem of joy, isn't it? Just being seen and, and giving that representation. Absolutely. And I think one of the things as well that is making the process uh, be delayed um, is the fact that a lot of these incredible stories have already been written in the past. And, you know, just like any other art form, like music theatre has developed with history. And uh, it's not until now in the late, like in the last few decades that a lot of more normalisation and um, you, you see a lot more variety in like the way that people want to express their gender and you know they you see a lot of um, roles that are written for different ethnicities and stuff like that so it's not until now that new roles have been written 
and old roles have been re-explored, which is which very is cool. great. Let's you know, like you say, this production is so old, hundred years old. It's yeah. great to see it modernised, and yeah. it's going to resonate with the audiences because it is modern, but you're still telling a, a tale that's been told for generations. Absolutely, and that was our hope. Yeah, and let's hope we stop having to tell that tale. <laughs> yes. How do the other cast members embrace the non-binary genders? portrayed in the show i thought it was a very um going into the cast um and seeing um how a lot of people had more or less information of what the actual um gender fluidity um term itself and a lot of the terms that go under the umbrella of queerness and like different gender uh, identifications and stuff like that it was so interesting to actually get together and talk about it and all together come to um common ground of what it felt for us what it meant for us and how to approach the text knowing what we know from like with our training and um etc and also our own identity and how to be able to do it in a very um truthful manner it was very very interesting because um you know there was all these questions of uh am I um, able to tell the story of this person like uh, because I'm not the certain prescribed yeah. gender that they are and also how to approach it if this um, role was written uh, for a male um, actor to be playing it. Do I approach it as a male? Like, how do you layer, like, do you layer gender stereotypes on top of that? Like, but that's the whole point as well. It's like getting rid of those layers and only focusing on the story. And it was so interesting to see how we all came together yeah. to um, be on the same page and literally being able to tell the story from the same place. It's a show that's not to be missed and Spring Awakening is going to be playing at Chapel of Chapel from October 2nd to the 6th. Tickets are on sale now at chapelofchapel.com.au. They're just 35 bucks. That's a bargain for what <laughs> is said to be an absolutely brilliant show. Why wouldn't you want to check it out? Catherine and John, thank you. Uh, Juan, I'm getting, I'm getting better. Juan, <laughs> the J throws me. And Juan, thank you so much for coming in this morning. It has I'm been a so pleasure. excited to see it. I've seen it and I I can't wait to come and see what you guys do with oh, it. We're amazing. really excited. Come and yeah. see you there. Wake up with Tom and Mikey. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandmikey.com. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Joy Podcasts. Where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.